Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I think this is going to be a pretty fun interview. I think you guys listening are in for a treat. I just, I think this one's going to be pretty full of, of some great values, some great insights, all that fun stuff. Danielle Perlin, good. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Evan. Thanks so much for having me course thank you for being here (laughs) so i like to start off in the same place with all my guests and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation so for those people go ahead and tell us what is it that you do thank you i am a ghostwriter book coach and developmental editor so what that means is i help C-suite executives and powerful leaders write, edit, or help them write their powerful nonfiction books. I do work in a variety of capacities as well with coaching in terms of thought leadership coaching and story coaching. And I really enjoy helping leaders become their best selves. Okay, nice. And how long have you been doing that for? I have been writing and editing for my entire life. Professionally, I have been doing so for about 18 years. I have a background in journalism and digital marketing, and I have worked at uh, some big name places, including the Tribune Company and a local publishing company in the Chicagoland area. And I thoroughly enjoy what I do every single day. To me, it's all about the support and ensuring that the person who is writing the book is getting the right support. So with me, you will always get honesty, honest feedback, authentic feedback, and genuine feedback. Okay. And how long have you been like an entrepreneur in this capacity? Have you always been an entrepreneur or did that come later? Yeah, so it's my entrepreneurship journey is quite interesting. So my first job out of college, that was the one at the Tribune Company. And I was in a mass layoff. And after that, I decided to venture into digital marketing and social media marketing. I freelanced at that point, And that's really where my entrepreneurship journey began many, many years ago. And what I did was I started going to networking events and I started meeting more and more people. And I put my name out there in my own network and said, these are my skill sets. 
what do you or what does your business need help with that I can help solve? What problem do you have that I can help solve, right? That was what the question that I repeated most often. And that landed me in some very interesting places. I helped a restaurant with their social media marketing for a while. I I helped individuals with and, and branding and all sorts of different things. And they came to me and said, hey, is this something that you can do? And I said, I'll figure it out. So my advice always is never say no. You can say, I'll figure it out. And if you believe that you can figure it out, then you say that. If you really don't think that you can, then obviously I would refer them to a trusted colleague. So that's really where it began. And then what happened was I got this uh, position at a at a, the local publishing company as their social media coordinator. And throughout that entire time, and beforehand, I freelanced for local newspapers. So I would write feature articles, news articles about events and different things in different neighborhoods. And so that entrepreneurship journey, that bug was still in me. And it probably, honestly, from my family, because my father has been an entrepreneur and has has had his own business since I was born, basically. And um, in terms of how I started this particular endeavor, I did start my journey into this entrepreneurship uh, endeavor, I'd say approximately five years ago or so. And I woke up one day and I decided that I was going to be a book coach. And I didn't know much about it, but I knew that I love books. I knew that I loved helping to create books. And I knew that I could do this. I had the confidence to know that this was something that I could learn because all of entrepreneurship, right? There, It's all different skill sets that we can all learn. And that's how I have approached a lot of different avenues in this entrepreneurship journey. Mm. The other big factor in my journey was the fact that I wanted to really have my own company so I could work and I could be home part-time with my kiddos. And I have two young kiddos now. And this idea started, uh, you know, this is about five years ago. So my son's going to be five this summer. And it was so important to me to have that aspect of myself and also be able to not work 45, 50 hours a week and not be home and only see them a few hours a day, which there's nothing wrong with that too, because I'm sure a lot of listeners do that. I'm sure a lot of people um, don't have the opportunity that I did to start their own business and do this. But I do think that by doing this, it has been so satisfying to know that I can always figure something out to help other individuals be their best selves. So I hope I answered your question. Yes, you did. <laughs> you know, it's funny that, that that was a similar story to me. It was always yes. And then behind the scenes, it was like, I have no idea how to do this. So I just, just got to figure it out. I didn't even say yes, I could figure it out. I just said yes, I could do it. And then... I went and I figured it out. That was how the majority of my services came about. However, I have experienced there's a bit of a dark side to that mm-hmm. because never say no, say yes, I'll figure it out. 
that was me as well until I realized that being able to say no was a skill in and of itself. Clients started asking me for things outside of the realm of what my business stood for, what the kind of things I was trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then there was a while I tried to, I, I was like saying yes to stuff, but I couldn't figure it out as easily or I didn't want to do it or it didn't really make a lot of sense for me to be doing it. And it was just like a whole thing. Have you also experienced that? Yes. And I'm so happy you brought this point up because I do think that there is a fine line between being able to say, yes, I can figure it out. And no, that is not in my wheelhouse. And it's not only when something isn't in our wheelhouse, right? It's also if somebody gives off, and this is what I, I see, I like to combine spirituality and logic right? Where we are looking at things from a spiritual lens and from a logical lens. If I meet somebody on a sales call, meet somebody at a networking event, and I don't love their energy. I don't like how they're talking about themselves. I don't like how they're talking about other people. I don't really think that they know what they're doing. I now have learned I can't help them. As much as they say that they need help in these areas, they actually need to be able to work on themselves and put that work into themselves before they hire out what they're looking to do. If you're looking to hire out social media marketing and your product or service is not validated, it, you know, you haven't had any clients, you have no idea what you're doing or who you're serving, then the social media marketer it should not be blamed for you not getting clients, right? It has to go back to you and what your offer is. And I have met a lot of people and this, this doesn't happen often, but it has happened. And I'm sure it's happened to you too, where you get on a call and someone says, yeah, I really want to work with you. And you say, actually, I don't want to work with you (laughs) in obviously a very nice way. uh, But that's, really important. It is a very important skill set to have. And I think that comes with experience, wouldn't you say? I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) I I know exactly what you mean. Um, I'm curious as to you know, the work that you do in a little bit more detail, give us a little, the kind of backstage look into what it actually looks like to work with you. And uh, what are the kind of transformations that you help bring your people through? Yeah, great questions. In terms of why people work with a ghostwriter, let's start there first. So the people who come to me who say, I need a ghostwriter, a lot of times there are two main pain points. One is lack of time and one is lack, another is lack of knowledge. The lack of knowledge is not to say they are not knowledgeable in their own field. They're not necessarily knowledgeable in how to organize and structure an entire manuscript and their ideas and how to make their ideas flow nicely through the manuscript. So there are a variety of different ways that I work with clients. In a ghostwriting capacity, what it looks like is normally we meet weekly for three months minimum, and there's writing time in between and afterwards. 
The engagements are usually between six and nine months. It really varies based on what the client's time frame is, how many words there are, and what type of nonfiction book. So what subgenre we're dealing with. If we're talking about a 30,000 word business book versus a 70,000 word memoir, those are two completely different animals that we're dealing with. And to me, it's really important to look at the overall um, goals. And that's where my marketing background comes in as well, because we talk about goals for the book. We talk about target audience. We talk about QR codes. We talk about where are people going to land? Where do you want them to go during the reading of the book and after the reading of the book? Do you want to elevate your speaking career? Do you want to elevate and give more credibility to yourself as a business owner? Is this a family legacy book? That's something I get a lot as well. There's a lot of different reasons as to why somebody wants to write a book. <laughs> Some other questions I get too are, where do I start? Does anybody even want to hear what I have to say? Is this a unique enough idea? And I'll say one thing about that, that I think your listeners will appreciate. I believe that there are a finite amount of ideas in the world. However, I also believe that each of us has our own unique experiences on those finite ideas. So somebody came to me recently and said, for instance, I want to write a book about women and money and said, oh, I don't know if that idea is original enough. And I said, well, if you incorporate your own experiences and you incorporate clients' experiences and showcase how you help them go from point A to point Z, then that's what is needed in the world. That's what your clients, that's what your people need to hear. Right. So that's really important to think through these things before the book writing even commences. In terms of the transformations I've seen, um, I I really love when somebody is finally able to get to understand what their themes are and how we're going to structure the stories that they want to put into the book, especially with memoir. It can be very difficult to know that in advance and to have that detailed outline. And then getting that outline and having that breath of fresh air is such a relief for them. And then seeing the book transform into publication is a whole different thing as well. And that's amazing too. You know, I really resonate with all of this because I actually have a degree in English and creative writing, and I've always loved uh, writing and books, both writing them and reading them. And and so I absolutely love the way that you're helping out your people with this and helping, you know, people of all sorts be able to experience this world as well. Uh, I, I love to hear it. Um, as we begin to wind on the interview... I want to ask, so is a book beneficial for an entrepreneur to have in their you know, arsenal of, of projects and content? I believe the answer is always yes. I believe that a good quality book can always benefit you as an entrepreneur. 
However, if you put out a crappy book and you don't do your research, you don't have the client testimonials in there that you need, you don't talk about what you do, or even worse, you discuss too many things and it makes you look like a crazy person that doesn't know what they're talking about, that can be really bad for your image and your branding. So that's why it's really important to work with somebody who knows what they're doing or take a course, right? Understand how you're putting in your ideas and spend time on it, right? That's one of the things that when we don't have enough time to talk talk about this right now, but in, I'll say one thing about the usage of AI and I am a huge proponent of utilizing the technology for research purposes and for help with writer's block. I think that it can be a great tool for that. Can AI write an entire book for you? Sure. But is it going to have emotion? Is it going to have your specific stories and your specific experiences? Most likely not. (laughs) So I would venture to say if you are in the camp, oh, I, I want to write this in, in a weekend, I can do this. Sure, you can do that. But ask yourself if that is the type of person you want to be in the world, that you want to put out this type of quality book, or do you want to spend more time on your book and know that you're putting out a really great product in the world? And in return, you are going to be attracting the clientele who you're meant to attract. There we go. I love it. I think I, I, that, I think that makes a lot of sense. And you want to be strategic about it, right? You can't you, you can't really just put out a book just to put out a book. And it's kind of hard to do that too, because writing a book is a, is a you know it's an effort. I mean, it, it takes effort to do it. Uh, and w- why not spend that effort to make something worthwhile? You know what I mean. So so I'm with you on that. Exactly. You know, I think we could talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure that I respect your time and the time of our listeners. So I'd like to thank you for coming on the podcast today and giving us an insight into you and your world and your story and, and, and your business. It's definitely something that's pretty near and dear to my heart. So, so I love that you're helping people with this. And for those listening who are perhaps feeling feeling inspired and they'd like to, to learn more about you and, and everything you're doing, where can they do so? Where can they find you online? Thank you, Evan. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so happy to hear and now know that you have a writing background as well. It's amazing. In terms of where listeners can learn more about me, they can go to my website, which is the soulalignedghostwriter.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. And you can just search my name, Danielle Perlin-Good on LinkedIn. And you can connect with me. You can follow me. I post a lot of very interesting content. I try to make it as interesting and relevant as possible. And I would love to get to know you in return. All right, perfect. Well, I'm going to have all that linked up in the show notes. And I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. But for now, Danielle, thank you again very much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. 
Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So, again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success. And we'll see you in the next episode.